let's get this straight now. I never fucked anybody over in my life. Didn't have a coat. You got that? All I have in this world is my balls and my word. And I don't break them for no one. Do you understand? That piece of shit up there, I never liked him. I never trusted him. For all I know, he had me set up and had my friend Angel Fernandez killed. But that's history. I hear he's not. Do you want to go on with me to say it? You don't? Then you make a move. I think you and me, we can work this thing out. We do business together a long time. Just remember, I only tell you one time. Don't fuck me, Tony. Scarface, 1983, Brian De Palma film. I'm Shane Place, here with Tony Place. Hello. <laughs> Hello, man. <laughs> and with Shorty, a.k.a. Dylan Tomazzi. Donde esta yeyo, man? The yeyo. <laughs> you cockroach. Uh, and the fourth guest for the first time, four guests at one time, Jordan. Bonjour. Oh, it makes sense to have four guests because it's the 40th anniversary this year. That's right. 40 years since this movie has been oh, damn. released. Yes, older than all of us. So, Jordan, <laughs> you this is your first time watching it. How was the experience? Yeah. You, was it a masterpiece like everyone says? I I really, yeah, went in raw with it. It, it definitely... Yeah, like, I could understand the cultural impact it had. Like, there were a lot of, like, scenes and, like, lines from the movie where I was like, oh, I've heard that before. Um, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. That's um, actually a really good scene. It is a good scene. I did enjoy it, but at the same time, like, it's just kind of not the type of movie I watch. Like, I'm, I'm not massively into gore and violence, so it's, it's not totally my kettle of fish, but I saw how it was, like, it was produced well and things like that, so I can still... So it was a good movie. Iconic is the word you're looking for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, iconic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're aware of the director, um, Brian De Palma, Tony's favourite or oh, top ten director, Tony, or whatever. Top three. Um, favourite. We know. We is know. your favourite, Tony? <laughs> well, they, they shuffle around a bit. It's Fincher, Scorsese, and De Palma. And I think De Palma is usually... In the top two, but sometimes it was slight. It all depends what, what if I've just seen a Fincher movie, it's usually Fincher. If I just watched a Scorsese movie, it's Scorsese. But I feel like Top Palmer's always in the top two. Yeah, I guess actually it's because there are things that Scorsese does really well, things that De Palma do really well, or does really well, sorry, and things that Fincher does really well. And you sort of forget about them unless you watch a movie like recently. Is that right, Tony? That's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> this is my second time watching this movie. And the first time. Like, second time. No way. Yeah, seriously. Second time. We watched it together at home. Yes, that was the first time. In two nights? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was two sittings we watched it. Was it two two sides of the disc, maybe? Because it is a long movie, two yeah. hours and 50 minutes. And well, it, we Jordan a, wasn't a fan. We would have done it on a school night, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And it was good the first half, because it's all, like, fun. The Rise. The rise. It's like two movies. Yeah. One one movie's The Rise, and he's hungry. The next, the next movie hits The Fall, and he's, like... Fat <laughs> and like, <laughs> is this about Elvis? <laughs> I think this is the first time when I watched it, I was actually ready for his fall. I'm like, you know what? I've had enough of Montana. You gotta enjoy like, it. he's all he's all coked up. He doesn't care. He's like in a bathtub, just like 
Spa. Right That's in... a spa, bro. Look at the pelicans. Fly away, pelicans. Oh. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> yeah, no, I just felt like I was like, I'm ready to see this guy like get shot up. I don't know how he was still standing after like a hundred bullets. <laughs> so good, eh? <laughs> for for further context, for me, what other movies has De Palma done? <laughs> Sorry. Raising Cane. Oh, you wouldn't know Raising Cane. Raising Cane. <laughs> Damn, Jordan, you don't know that masterpiece. Um, he's done Mission Impossible, the first one. Oh, okay. Also, no, he kind of sits in the action genre quite a lot. Like, No, not really. He's, oh. he's a genre director. Yeah, he does Carrie. The oh, 70, fuck yeah. Okay. I think, I think it was 70. The old one, 7, 78. Eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the old one. He's done a lot of good movies. Snake Eyes is a classic. She the Black Dahlia is going down. That's what he's yeah, declined. I think anything post Raising Kane is, and probably no, I reckon probably his last hit was Mission Impossible. Mm. I can't think of anything oh, post. Oh, Cleto's Way was really good. Yeah, that's his well. best. I honestly, I think that's his best movie, Cleto's Way. But a Pacino, I think more constrained, more restrained because Pacino in that one. He's so gone all out in this movie. Yeah, hundred percent. So, Shorty, it's your second time, third time watching this movie. What was your yeah, impression second time. this time? Um, my impression, I actually didn't really enjoy it, to be honest. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. it's because I can, I can remember, again, I think I did watch it when I was younger and stuff. Um, and I guess then you, like, vie with all of the, um, the cultural references and things like that. But I don't know. I just think the movie lacked a bit of framing and it's a bit aimless now and even if even though i know where it's going actually i'm just like you know what i don't give a fuck about tony montana this guy's a douchebag the entire time so there's no like there's nothing where i'm like ah yeah power does corrupt nice people i'm like actually this guy's just a fuckhead the entire time what like so you didn't get reeled back in when like he goes to visit the family and like when he's being goofy and trying to like seduce Elvira or anything like none of that ruled you back in because it, it did no. to me for a little bit but then he like ruined it all directly straight away like very um but when he t- when he said to his uh wife her womb is polluted bruh <laughs> legit I got a junkie <laughs> for a legit. wife like whoa <laughs> yeah, yeah no I don't think because it spreads over such a large timeline which I think is one of the main failures of the movie um it's just, like, these things do happen in quick succession. It's, like, you need to, like, not exactly paint by numbers, but it's just, like, you go, ah, oh, Tony Montana just did something really bad, so let's try and, like, jam up into something good. It's, like, ooh, actually, let's fuck this up and then do something else bad. And I don't know. That's just, like, not what good people do. Like, it doesn't have any, like, I think deep down redeeming qualities, so. Yeah, I found, like, the rise was a little bit too easy as well. It happened all of it too easy. No, it's, but all, it's all Frank's it was- fault. Frank is the worst <laughs> boss I've ever seen. Worst he, hires, he hires an informant for starters, like a guy you can't trust. As I like two. Murray Abraham. I'd he's good in it. Bro, he's so good at the dinner table when he's like, I think Nintendo's <laughs> like, fuck you. And then he's like, no, fuck you. It's like, oh. They have really good chemistry with the two together. Like, you can tell that. But we didn't like each other in real life, the two actors. Well, dude, that actor, F. Murray Abraham, he's mm. like, because he's obviously one of his best roles is Amadeus. He and he just has the, uh, yeah. the the greatest jealous eyes. He's like <laughs> looking at Tony Montana. That's true, so yeah. fucking jealous. Like, <laughs> fuck this brick. Um, I think that might have been the same year too. I'm not sure. I know it was the 80s, but um, but he was definitely an awesome flavor to the film. As soon as he hops on stage, he does a little bumps of coke. Um, so that whole let's talk about that scene, that setup with a chainsaw, that whole part. Mm. Oh, um, my God. So was that a setup or was that just them – 
being blasé and like, fuck, we don't really trust the guys we're dealing with. Let's just send this wannabe Tony. See what it's if, like. if it's if there's drugs there, there's drugs there. If this is a trap. We lose a fucking wannabe gangster. I think it's probably a bit of both. I think being blasé about it means that they're like very likely to get into a very dangerous mm. situation. So it's like if these guys die, who gives a fuck? They're expendable. Yeah, and it's like it's likely they'll die, but. If they do come through, it's like, that's a fucking bonus for us. That's what I think. That scene, like, with the chainsaw. Like, I don't think it gets talked to about enough. I think because it's like... I don't know. Jordan, how do you feel about that scene? Bro, it was Was gross. it effective to you? Yeah, it was crazy. That, like, shot mm. um, of the guy's face, like, his eyes, just before, like, the chainsaw yeah, connects. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Stuck with um, me. <laughs> that's the thing, because when I was younger... Because this is my memory, I was watching the scene. I was like, "Oh, this is the part when they you see him actually cut into the arm, like you see meat get torn up." Like, oh, just to start. Like I thought that happened though, because in my mind, like when you watch it, that's how affected the filmmakers in the way they like show his expressions, the way they like cut away and the the noise and the blood splutter. Like I must have all pieced it together in my mind, and, and I don't know it doesn't really get enough credit. Like the scene in um, Reservoir Dogs when they, the ear cutting scene, they should be mm. really spoken about in the same breath, Maybe because it's forty years old now. You really don't hear much about it, but I don't know it's, De Palma is a master when it comes to like an action set piece because there's a few of them in the movie. You got this one, you got the the climax, you got the nightclub shootout. There's a fair few of them like sprinkled throughout, and they're all fucking a raunching good time. I think mm. for the chainsaw scene, he actually said he took inspiration from the shower scene out of Psycho. Like it was really about like what wasn't shown. Rather than what was shown, it make like you said, like you just kind of injected that memory of like the flesh being cut up into your yeah. brain. But it, that was like how it was kind of, kind of crafted. They wanted to like but make it, you use your imagination for it. That's probably what makes it mm. makes it scarier in a way. Even like in the scene, like leading up to it, where they're trying to like negotiate. A lot of humor in this film too. I, I really appreciate that. Kind of funny, like how they're going. Where's the money? Where's the the drugs? Blah blah blah. <laughs> but there's like De Palma uses like the ambient noise. Like, so well. I was so totally immersed. Yeah, there's like, a sound it- when he's, like, in the, with the chainsaw and then it zooms out and you see many trying to chat up a chick in his car, <laughs> which is totally something Shane would do. Like, you have to be on, yeah. to be on lookout. Like, <laughs> I think you realise so- the time, yeah. It's Miami, yeah, this, bro. This used to sound as, like, oh, shit, like, that's going on and, oh, it's all calm out here. Then it's, like, it's somehow it builds the suspense. He's, like, oh, you're away from the chainsaw. Like, oh, what else is happening? Who else is getting, like... Fucked up by it, like is Tony gonna be okay? Like, yeah, just the it builds the suspense for me. I, I think that how, scene like- was really inspired, to be honest. Like, even the cinematography in that, where it goes out of the window, into the window, to the car, to the shower. I really thought that was like just a really artful use of zoom, uh, or maybe classic De Palma. That's true. Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah, and they've used it a few times in the movie. So I think that was like probably my favorite part. No spoilers for my Oscar. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I just think, yeah, the way that they use the camera in this film is the star. Because Pacino sure is No, 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 no. <laughs> Pacino is the star. <laughs> There's some amazing <laughs> zoom shots, though. I noted down there like, so many of them. The zoom is utilised so well at those intense moments, like always just focusing on Pacino's eyes, like bringing mm. that intensity. It's so good. He did look very um, desperate, too. Just the scene before how he's like, you know, flipping dishes or whatever, or flipping burgers, <laughs> doing dishes. Um, he's like flipping all sweaty dishes, and like he, literally that's the bottom. Yeah, bro, why is he so sweaty and Tommy <laughs> Bauer's fine? <laughs> yeah, he's a good looking man. 
jaw can cut glass. And then you see the end of the movie how, like, I know, like, the eyes never change throughout. It's still desperation, but it's, like, desperation in a different way. Like, that fear of, like, trying to outrun the law and trying to outrun his competition and, like, being desperate for money and power. Sounds like the same way to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, like, how there's a lot of Cuba- Cuban actors in this as well? Well, there was Which one. one. There's like two, yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently there's a few. There's a few. Anyway, apparently they're, they're the all- <laughs> Yeah, well, the one. Um, apparently they're all free to like critique Al Pacino's accent as well. But I don't know how good he went. And apparently Pacino says now that he was um, purposely going large. And like, he, like he, apparently- he made a good point. It's like if you try to do an impression, it's not authentic. It's like it's not real. So he just tried to do like what was real to him. Was he doing real cocaine? You <laughs> um, <laughs> I reckon he was, no one, bro. No one knows what he was snorting, and that apparently he's been asked multiple times. He's like, he's like, it's a secret because he doesn't want people like to just suspend disbelief or something. Right. But it's like the, yeah, he was definitely doing everything. You reckon it's the energy? The energy he has in some scenes, like insane. Yeah, it's you know very was, twitchy. Do you know who's on the brink of retirement after the film got its reviews? Yeah, because yeah, right. I mean, people didn't wasn't like good. it, right? Yeah, people didn't initially like it. Well, people didn't. People hated his performance. I mean, I, I, he- I hated it. <laughs> what? Pacino <laughs> says it's his favorite performance he's done too, like his favorite character he's played. Yeah, it's it looks fun. I mean, I'm not like doubting the fact that it would be fun and it looks fun to do, but it's, I don't know. To be honest, it's one of the downsides of the movie for me, watching it again. I'm like, what the fuck is this going on? Do you think it's like a caricature, Shorty? Is that why you don't like it? No, I think it's not exactly that. Like, his accent is bad, but it's fine. It's like, I think it's just his character. I don't like his character so much. But it's also not in a setting that is good enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, I understand why this character is so despicable. Like, for example, in Euphoria, that fucking guy, whatever his name is, Jacob Elordi, like, you go, that guy's despicable, and I hate him, and I get why I hate him, but, like, with Al Pacino's character, I don't get it. You can put uh, Tony Montana in, like, any movie or situation, and it'd be entertaining as hell. Like, imagine being in the movie The Predator, or The Predator. (laughs) Him facing down a predator. He is is bulletproof, pretty much. Yeah, or, like, like, think of him in- Think of him like in The Martian or like The Social Network, like in those like, in all those sort of movies. <laughs> like, you're laughing about it, just thinking, of, or like him in Twilight. Like, no. Fuck you, Edward, huh? <laughs> Tony, there's a problem with your, your theory, right? Because what? we always have this comparison every time we talk about a Pacino or De Niro movie. So De Niro, mm. he can take a back seat and be a part of like an ensemble. But if Pacino mm. is in a movie, no, he's done it, before. it just becomes a Pacino movie. Right, no, Tony, have you okay, seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Dude, it's age. Age slowed him down. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he was like, right. if his young firecracker, and he needs like a, you know, he's not like one of the main leads in it. If he has more than like four, four pages, then yeah, he's gonna like, it's gonna be a Pacino movie. Like even like Jack and Jill, people remember that because of him. Donk donk donk, Pacino. That shit. But yeah, oh you get the Thankfully, I haven't seen it. So that's such an obscure reference. Good job. There's no way De Niro could pull off this role either. No, Tony, because as they said before, it's like a caricature. There's another theory about like testing the creepiness slash weirdness of a character. And it's about giving Danny DeVito that role. Mm. And it's like, if it's creepy, 
then it was always creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like all the thing, all the things that he does in the movie, Tony Montana. It's like if Danny DeVito did those things, it'd be yeah. like this guy's <laughs> fucked. I reckon it'd be worse. <laughs> That's the point. That's the point. Because it's like Danny DeVito is like <laughs> the grossest human being on earth now due to his what? like embra- embracing of Frank Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. Frank mm. Reynolds is the grossest. He's a good so actor. It's like, Come on, bro. Well, that's what I mean. He's a great actor. So it's like he just is capable of like being a creepy dude. So I was like, you put him in the role and then you think about what the movie will be like. Do you know De Niro has Martin Scorsese? Al Pacino has. Martin Bregman. These guys and did. <laughs> yeah, these guys did Serpico together, Dog Day Afternoon, Scarface, The Audi Covered, Sea of Love, and Kalito's Way. So he's a mm. producer? He's a producer, yeah. So they, they pick good projects together. Well, apparently he like he definitely got it off the ground, um, Al Pacino. Yeah, like, he was a lot definitely of spearheading this one. Kind of like Edward Norton as well with um, American History X. Oh. It's so interesting to think about Edward Norton. As not being a leading man. It's so weird thinking about that after our last conversation. But Montana? then I think about Pacino. Yeah, and but Norton I th- oh, could he? Off? Mm. I don't think um, you could. Because you're laughing at no. Montana half the time. Yeah, and he really owns it. There's um, something about Pacino um, where he, like, you know he's a loser, but you still love him somehow. It's insane. because he reminds me of my brother and I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is that tie back to his, like, good side every so often like there'll be a crumb of good like when he goes and sees his mum and dad a uh, mum and sister i mean mm. and like when he puts on alvaro's hat <laughs> well that was it was a little bit after <laughs> but no like because that makes you kind of warm up to him and go oh maybe he's not so bad like you know maybe it's just the circumstances but then yeah he mm. he quickly undoes that idea for you like later in the movie yeah but the problem is like, it kind of, it's probably from the start, but what's that guy, Robert Loge character, Tony? What's his name again? Frank the Lopez. Bad. My yeah. Oscar yeah. nominee, because. Yeah, Frank he, Lopez. Oh, bro. Um, he says something he about being it. greedy or like something like that. Never underestimate the other man's greed and he starts mm. rocking his ass Good off. Good line. That scene was fucking dumb. Yeah. Dude, he's stone. like hugging him and shit, like, hey, like, he's, like I know, and Pacino's doing just, literally nothing. Dude, they just met as well. I guess he gave him, what, like, two bags of Coke. Probably worth like I don't know how much money, but he's yeah. really like loving him. Like he's got the money and the drugs. Pretty impressive. Yeah, but who's getting high his own supply? Which they all end up doing because it's so. No, nah, I feel like Frank would have lasted long if he never met Montana. Because he like so he knows too. the rules. He knows the rules. Like don't get too greedy. Like be loyal to each other. And like yeah, but he was definitely getting high on his own supply. Okay, hold up. Bit. Do you think F. Murray Abraham was still an informant then? Um, no, he was a rat. He, he ran on someone to get out to get off prison, and then yeah, that's what I think. I so yeah. I think if he had never met Montana, I think they'd be, have a thriving criminal enterprise. Mm. To be honest, no, not thriving, just like middle, the water. yeah, middling. It's middling. It would, like whenever it gets bigger than it was, aspiration, stable, then. stable, <laughs> yeah, stable, like. yeah. stable enterprise. That's a good point. Uh, but no, so Oliver Stone writes the film. Famous director Jordan, you probably seen Natural Born Killers, yes, or Platoon. Quinnan hated Natural he wrote Born Killers. <laughs> War Street, it's a good movie. It's fun, but yes. So speaking of Wall Street, who was more greedier, Gordon Gecko or Tony Montana? Ooh. Montana, definitely Montana. Why? Dude, he, the, he wouldn't have sex know, with his own sister. That's how greedy can you be? Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> have sex with. No, okay. So Pacino just tried to describe this as well, <laughs> just to like make up for like the miscommunication. You don't think it was incestual? Like, 
He just he said claiming? like it was only part of his life that was innocent and pure, and seeing that his friend like was a- any man just because his friend didn't make too much difference. But well, many didn't have that much respect for men. Soiled for, that for women because of his uh, little tongue trick he he does. <laughs> 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 Frankly, Manny's the nicest guy in the movie. Yeah. So. And he said no, that to his sister when they were he, driving back from the club. He's like, you know, he's your brother. Like, he just wants to protect you. Like, He broke the bro code. That's the thing. He said, no, don't go with this guy's I'm sister. all about it, baby. Okay. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> imagine you were Tony, though, and imagine all the people in your life Tony. at this. <laughs> Shut up, bro. Montana. 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 Tony. Montana. Um, all the people in your life right now in that, in that rotation of drug dealing and shoot 'em ups and stuff. Out of all those guys, your sister picks Manny, your right-hand man. Yeah. Wouldn't you kind of be like, yeah. all right, I'll let it slide this time. This yeah, time. <laughs> he's in love with his sister. Like, in love. Yeah, but is it the forbidden fruit type aspect, though, too? Well, because um, he anyway, can't have it. I know why Tony chose um, Tony Montana as well. Not because it's the name, the namesake. It was the name. But um, <laughs> it's because of the quote, because Gordon Gekko's quote is, greed is good. To do, like, to demonstrate his greed. And then Tony's one is, Montana's is, uh, this town is a great big pussy went to get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I love yeah, these lines, line. man. It's fucking crazy. Like, for 83, too, like, it was ahead of its time massively. Like, all things considered. I think this was, like, the uh, revolutionary time of, like, cinema as well, like, with the 70s and 80s. More so the 70s. But I can still, the pace. Like, the snail's been, pace, you mean? Like, the epic, <laughs> the the pace epic is nature quick. of it. It's just a long yeah. movie, but like every scene is, especially actually the, the whole bomb sequence, how they follow the car. Yeah. Can't tell me that wasn't a good scene. Like that is. It was a good scene. <laughs> what does he say? Two kids, two fucking kids in the car. I don't want the, he's a good guy, bro. So you think that <laughs> redeems him? Like, just, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. He's your hero now. He did you let two, two kids and a mother live. Even though he so took away their when, father more than likely and their uncles and their... Nah, yeah. I think they left him alone because, like, it was too late. Tony fucked them. He t- fucked those other drug lords and cr- corrupt politicians up. He fucked them all. Just like killed that man. dude. I love how connected it, they all were, too. How they all had, like, interests, like all these yeah, powerful the, people. They're uh-huh. trusting some coked-up dude. I, I think Sosa looks at him like, fuck, I don't know about this. He looks all fucking no, I'm, coked out, No, but well, the, the thing in his head is, as long as the guy from Breaking Bad, I forgot his name, like Hector from Breaking Bad, you know the guy in the wheelchair? The ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mark Margolis. Is it yeah, Angelo? As as, What's his name? As long as Tony Montana oh. can just deliver him to that person, it'll all be set straight. But he didn't probably comprehend, like, Tony's assuming the head in the car. But, um, fucking <laughs> <laughs> not so What did he like, say to him just before he shot him as well? Are you fucking die? <laughs> yeah, you fucking die. <laughs> I like how there's like a language no barrier sense. there too. There's no, they could understand. They get, no, he understood Spanish, Tony. I know, but the old mate didn't understand him. So he's just like, yeah, it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a good question for Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The iconic versus cliche type thing, because it's obviously that old. The lines are iconic and they become cliche. So when you first heard Tony's doing his speech at like the spa, after he does like the whole tongue thing, um, he goes, first you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the women, or whatever it was. Did that hit you hard? Because I think back in 83, that was such a overquoted line, and it still is today, like it's in popular culture. How did you feel listening to that? Was it any impact? Mm, no. 
that was probably one of the least memorable lines. I was like, I thought it was a good scene. I thought it was funny, like for comedic relief, but I didn't even really take notice of that. <laughs> that line Jeez. is that bad? No, it's not bad. But I just, I just know it's like very, very qu- heavily quoted. Maybe I, was just I have a different men. question. <laughs> when you heard that line, Shane, did yes. Scarface come to mind, or did something else that had already said it? Well, not already, but like no, it, said it, was, it after. It was Scarface, funny enough. And then yeah, okay. I can tell you what, Ethan, our friend, was probably heavily influenced movie. By many? I get many vibes from Ethan. I know. It's like Ethan the whole greed like nice. <laughs> <the greed> aspect. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because of his oyster farm. Now he's like the kingpin of oyster farm. <laughs> <laughs> what yes. about you, Tony? Did you ever think of something when you heard that line? Because I remember I when I heard it. Maybe The Simpsons, you know, when, he, when yeah. he's in the, the sugar. The sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could That's what I thought of. I heard that line and I was like, hey, Homer said that. <laughs> yeah. There's only thing I can think of. Because there are heaps of things that um that quote Scarface. It's the same as, you know, any sort of like iconic cultural touchstone. A whole bunch of pop culture references it. So, it's one of those things about like watching movies like this, like Shawshank Redemption, for example, mm. where you go back and you're like, oh, my God, like. This is crazy because now this actually recalls every single pop culture thing since then. The scene where... <laughs> what are you trying to say? What was the question? I wasn't even there was no question. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually... Where can someone else answer? Someone respond to what Shorty said. I thought Jordan was going to say something, but she said nothing. And I was like... there was all awkward silence. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> I actually did not even listen. I was actually going to... Sorry. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Go on. No, All right, anyway. we'll, we'll edit it in. I'm going to get some more wine. Fuck this. <laughs> get some wine. Drink that. The scene where he, like, after he gives up the drugs and the money for his mate's life, essentially, and he's, like, at the club and they're, like, negotiating, like, this new friendship they're going to have. What Pacino's doing in that scene. I love the way he sits, too. What Pacino does when he sits. He's, like, all slouched in and, like, relaxed. But just the way he's, like, absorbing all this information he's getting fed. And like he's like scanning the environment. No, I don't know why he danced with his girl. I, f- I feel like he's just listening to Frank like bullshit in a way because he's like, I'm gonna. I think he sensed weakness in Frank straight away. He's like, no, nah, this guy ain't that tough. Like, I think I can take really? over his business. Yeah. And he's like, first thing, I'm gonna take his girl. I feel like, the, like first, I'd take his money. Then I take his girl. Then I take He's actually business. working backwards. <laughs> he starts dancing with her. Like, it's comedic the way he dances. Like, it's hilarious. Like, he's bobbing. Oh, yeah. And that little shot, like, the, it was, like, kind of overhead of um, Frank, like, looking at him dance. And it was like, he's a fucking peasant. Yeah. It's no, definitely, like, favorite, a power dynamic. My favorite um, quote of the movie comes as well in this scene. How do you think of him? I think he's a fucking peasant. <laughs> yeah. But you give a guy like that on your side, it breaks his back for you. No, well, I feel like I feel- if Frank never got a hit out on him, because that's the thing, Frank was like, yeah. nah, I must get sent people to kill him. I think Tony would have left him alone. Call him up at 3 a.m. exactly. Yeah, that's probably the smartest thing Montana would have done in the whole movie. Yeah. Like, to see really his good. reaction. That's probably my favorite scene in the movie, just like the tenseness and him just waiting. And like Frank knowing he's like fucked. Like he's like, he looks, he seems scared. And the cops there thinking he's going to survive. He's all smug. It's like, like he's like he's untouchable. So I'm so, so happy when he shot him. No, no. Even like, well, many many shot the cop. I know. He, he no, many shot Frank. Yeah, because he wouldn't. Yeah, because Tony has too much respect for Frank. 
I think he lost all respect. I think for he, I like, think he had grumbling. too much disdain for him. He's like, you're not even worth my bullets. Yo, that, that's pretty- the only way. That's the way Tony raised up, uh, raised up in the ranks because he just replaced the people he killed. He killed that. Yeah, what is this? Chronicles that- of Riddick. Yeah, who did he kill? That uh, what's the guy's name? Frank F. Murray Abraham. So he took his place after he died. He took Omar. Frank's place after he died, and then he yeah. couldn't really, couldn't take Sosa's place. So then, he dies. Tony died. <laughs> yeah, well, like he has some balls, um, bro. But the thing is, too, to have sad Frank was. He like even offered up Evelyn too. Like you can have my wife, ten million. Like, God damn, bro. At least the cop went out with a bit of a, like respect. Yeah, it was still like fuck you, literally to the very end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a, a good tactic though. Like both ways didn't pay off. Oh, uh, actually, what did um that guy in the background do? <laughs> what did he do? Do he that? Sweated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that anything. was so cute as Be well. Background character. He was loyal to the job? end. <laughs> when when Manolo's like, what are we gonna do with Erdy? And they both look at him, and he's like <laughs> sweating. And he goes, "You want a job, Ernie?" <laughs> and like, just yeah, instantly, like it. the tension is broken. Like, it's just so sweet. That was a good little yeah, comedic like, relief you. part. Like after such. <laughs> thank you, Tony. I don't know if it was like deliberate or like a happy accident, but the way he's like sitting there holding the gun with that sunset of like Miami, like on the wallpaper. Yeah, like, I did notice that. Like, that's that's amazing too. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's. If the art department did that, because I know it's going to be like a good, like set piece, like just um, like set decoration. He deserves a raise because that's that's a that's a good touch. Almost like the the perception that Frank has of like living the high life and being in paradise is fake. Ooh, mm-hmm. it's all a facade. Like the wallpaper. Right, so who? <laughs> <laughs> so shorty, this mm-hmm. is why I wanted you on this podcast specifically. Cubans versus Colombians. We all know that you love Cuba. Because you were going to go there. Yeah. Are you still with that? Is that still a dream of yours? Uh, I would still love to visit Cuba, 100%. Visit? That'd be great. Live. <laughs> you said you were going to live there. You've a $100. Yeah. Yeah, I did say that. I mean, uh, truthfully, you know, when I was younger and More really naive. wanted to live in a world with, like, free education, free healthcare, free energy, because I was so broke, that was really nice. That was a nice dream. And truthfully, I'm broker now than I was then. So, if I could get all that shit in Cuba, baby, I'd move there in a second. Why was it so hard for him? Well, you know, I should rephrase that. Refugee camp, shorty. Yeah. How, what were your feelings about that? I and think it's, your it's psycho, bro, that they shove people into refugee camps like that. It's just like built underneath an overpass. That's true, too. Like, that happened in the 80s. They just had all these refugees from Cuba sent over and they just shoved them into these camps. Mm. And why there's such such disdain for Colombians? It's Humans? just refugees in general in America, I think. <laughs> really? Okay, shit. It's refugees in general in a lot of first world countries, unfortunately. They took our jobs. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the bit. Yeah, remember well, yeah. Funnily yeah. Enough, that's, that's, why that be- that's why they all become drug dealers because they don't have jobs. <laughs> yeah. It was a great way to start the movie too with that interrogation scene. What a way to introduce your your lead close up. Mm. Yeah, what was up with that guy's voiceover though? Yeah, yeah, there was like, a few dubs in that bit. It was so weird. Shame. Maybe any, just- what happened there? Any insight on why that happened? The voiceover, the really terrible dubbing. I just think it's uh, unfortunate. I don't know. <laughs> Technical <laughs> difficulties. <laughs> it's Pacino's first scenes, and he didn't get the accent quite right. So that's a redoubled. Oh. That's my guess. Oh, you think they? Re- I didn't even notice. I thought it was all legit. No. I love that line when he's no, like, "But even even the interrogator also he had a 
He was voiceovered as well. Yeah. How do you get that Scott eating pussy? And he's like, how do you get that Scott like this eating pussy? <laughs> it's like, he was like confused. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good way to like portray, like, it, it was a great introduction to the character because you really get a sense of his like slyness and his like cool guy, tough guy vibe. Oh, he's tough. He's like, yeah, I always thought. He's like in the losing, the that- most losing situation right there. And he's like acting like he's in charge. Yeah. Can you believe this guy? Yeah, I- <laughs> <laughs> I thought um he was let in the country straight away as well. I forgot about this whole refugee side plot. Yeah, the first then, mission, like, yeah, the first mission. They put him. Yeah, the whole re- the whole Rebenga thing at is the bottom. Shit. What? It's just like they could have. To be honest, because I do think the movie's too long. Um, the rise is the best part, but unfortunately, it's like the, probably the part you could have cut a lot out of. Oof. Okay. So you would just just have him get straight to the country and then straight on to like him working at the grill or whatever. Yeah, you know, like he gets in, you have the interrogation scene and then it's like, get him out of here. And then like he meets Manny somewhere and then they like, he's yeah, at the grill probably. That's probably like a good next scene. It just shows you how willing he is to kill, to rise sort of thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I, th- I think like the Rebenga scene is kind of crucial because it shows that like he's just a maniac in a lot of ways. Like, oh, killing's fun for me. I'll kill any kind of communist. It's fun for me. Like- I just think that sets up his despicableness. Which means that we don't give a shit about him for the entire movie, so. He Good saved point. the kids. You reckon he it should have been more kids, like a hard grind? Yeah, he saved the kids, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have a fix for you, Shorty. Well, Shorty, how would you feel if the movie was, like, Tony was a side character and the, the main plot is between many yeah. and his sister? I was actually going to say this uh, when we talked about uh, Tommy Bauer, but I would totally watch the movie where it's like Manny and Gina and Tony's like doing stuff around the side. And the movie could be yeah, the same. It's like a love story. I would just rather love. follow them. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. And he d- ends up dying. It's like kind of like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Forbidden Love. I love that scene, how he does open the door. It's kind of like slow motion because it's like classic tricks by hey, De Palma. Tony. Yeah, hey, like, bro. Yeah. That's very tragic, actually. Like he's, uh, very tragic. I just I do like, though, because he's all fucked up because he doesn't realize what he's, he's done. He's coked up, Like bro. straight away. But it's like it's kind of like um, involuntary action almost. Him just pulling the gun out because he already had it in his hand. He could all, it's almost forgivable. I have like, a question: Did he not know that that's where Manny lived? No, he's all coked he, up, bro. He has no idea what's going on. No, but it's like I actually think that Tony Montana is a bad friend because he didn't even know where <laughs> Manny think? lived because he had to go. <laughs> he, he went to get the no, address he, from that guy. They might. Yeah, no, I'm oh, thinking mother, like that maybe it's like their newlywed house sort of thing. I don't think it's like oh, anything good point. Like I think it was like all put in secret. Nah, I don't know. Man. Yeah, because she, well, she said, was- well, we only just got married yesterday, you know. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, has some He's a bad friend. Let's not confuse that, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bad friend. But I think this house is new and it's probably like a wedding gift for her. It doesn't matter. Bro, when you, when you um, see Pacino's eyes and you can see the fury just rise yeah. up and his face and he does that snarl and he shoots many. Oh, oh, and the lack of music in that scene is just so, oh. like, it punctuates it so well, just hearing the gunshots only. Mm. Yeah. And she sells it too when she's, she's like, actress all too. over him crying. And not to get, like, torn. Oh, yeah. And she attacks him. Yeah. That's good. Whose idea was it, you think, like, between Gina and Manny to um, keep it a secret from him? Because that's not a good idea. Manny, because he says to her, at the, he says to him at the start, like, Tony says to Manny at the start, like, don't, don't even think about it. it or something like that. You should yeah. Have, you should have followed the bro code. No, but like, who, up. 
Whose idea was it to like get married and then surprise Tony? Well, I don't think they're going to tell him anytime soon, to be honest. <laughs> he just rocked up at the doorstep. Him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they should have like had a better plan. That's I feel like I when, once yeah. he's sobered up a bit, or they probably think like he's going to die soon anyway. Fucking. Ooh, so they're keeping a secret. Nice. Yeah, that's probably a good plan. You know what's really funny, Tony? Mm. Uh, bro code is a like a fourteen percent beer in India. Love <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Good name for it. It's just like you got to always obey the bro code, and it's just like yeah, that's, that's cool. true. Like that. <laughs> that scene too, because this is pretty much where he lost everything. Right? He doesn't have a wife. Doesn't have his friend. His he has a mountain of guts. <laughs> he's happy. <laughs> he a and a big ass gun. I don't think he's happy. <laughs> and it's funny. I, I do like how he's talking to himself, going, "Oh, many." Fuck, like, you know, he's, like, remorseful at that point. Yeah, and um, talking to Gina, bit- who is, like, clearly gone. <laughs> well, she just lost, like, her loved one. Um, and her mother did warn. Do you guys like the mother character? Yeah. She warns she's us about Tony the whole, this whole time. Thing. Yeah. Like, you're poisoning her. She's- oh, yeah. Everything you touch, Tony, turns you destroy. Apparently, she's only four years older than Pacino himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like that. Yeah. That's crazy. love movie. <laughs> Pacino's agent will hold her. Uh, her life was quite tragic too because, like, obviously she's, like, hates Tony and, like, his daughter's, like, running after, like, in his footsteps in a weird way. Well, kind of like breadcrumbs that Tony's left for her and she's following the breadcrumbs. I don't even – I don't uh, think it's that serious. It's like Tony is a drug lord, <laughs> a coked-up drug lord, and Gina's just, like, going to a club <laughs> and dating <laughs> some guy. <laughs> I think she's doing all right. Do you, who are you guys' favorite character then? Frank. Manny. Other than Tony. Frank is so Manny. Good. You love Frank? You love Manny? Jordan? I like Elvira. I think she's underrated. Really? She's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The introduction scene of her, like, in the lift with the blue dress on. Oh, my God. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And her makeup she is so nice me. in that scene. Tell me if you agree with this, Jordan. I feel like her debut as an actress is very similar for Margot Robbie's. From yeah, being being like kind of the other woman, well, like a boss bitch, yeah, like beautiful. Because I feel like she wasn't a big star back in '83. I feel like this hey, would you know, mate? Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is one of her biggest films. Like this is like how she um got established, Michelle Pfeiffer. See, Tony, you don't talk shit, right? Yeah, but oh no, you know, Miriam Colon <laughs> is dead. Oh, who's that? Mama Montana. Aww. Oh, that's sad. 2017. Damn. I think Tony said he hated her performance. No, um, Michelle Pfeiffer is not the tragic. Uh, I like Michelle Pfeiffer. No, she is definitely, whenever she's with Pacino, she's good. I think that's every scene, actually. So, yeah, she, I love the performance. I love the yeah, um, scene at the dinner as well is just really good. Like, when she loses her shit and is like, how dare you talk to me like that? Oh. I feel like that's finally when, like, the cracks start to show in her character. And you, can, you, like, kind of fully get the sense of her being a crackhead. <laughs> like... Mm. She her makeup oh, starts to smudge she's and stuff. She's a cokehead. Cokehead, my apologies. <laughs> um, but you know she kind of just looks refined at every other point of the film, and this is you're like, oh damn, did this you, is this is the you, real side of her now. Yeah. Do you think she ever ever liked Tony, or she's like, Tragic. all right, he's he's the new boss, so that's this is the person yeah, giving no, the most her, coke. Her whole life's tragic. Yeah. yeah, she's like a Robs. What do you call it? Like almost like a heroin. Like, what do they call heroin hero? Heroin hero. Yeah, cokehead. Coke. I think that's what it is. <laughs> do they call it? <laughs> I don't know what they call I'm it. I'm a heroin hero. So, well, oh, anyway, <laughs> my, my favourite character is uh, 
Sosa. Really? He is the best character. Yeah, he does. I just love the part at the end. Well, I like the whole, like, you know, arc between them two. Mm. But um, just at the end when he's like, I told you not to fuck me. Yeah, you, get, you warned and Tony's, him. like, going, like, crazy on the other side of the mic. He's just, like, all, like, kind of, like, disappointed in, like, the whole situation. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you're just dead. And he's acting like you get a proper fight. And just sends a whole hit squad while Tony's getting hired, trying to, like, we're going to war. We're going to war. And, like, <laughs> the war's already started. He's like, we're going, we're going. <laughs> it's like he's already got a fucking 30 dudes. And imagine being, like... Like a part of a hit squad, and you and like thirty of your mates, and your your whole job is like, okay, we're just gonna jump this fence, and we're just whoever you see, you're gonna kill. Uh, <laughs> That's like the whole role. There's not they, much like it's all like brute force. There's no like they, skill. To be honest, they only have to send the one guy, the guy with the shades. I love when he like the shotgun, like, and he just blows that guy away. Yeah, and you sneak, and you, oh. that was awesome scene. I don't know about the hit squad. The hit squad was a dumb idea. Just send one guy in and just like just, like be a ninja and sneak through everywhere. <laughs> Stealth it. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, he's like the most um, tactical described character. Like he has the shades yeah. and everything else compared to everyone else. Everyone looks like faceless almost. Um, so I, I, you could tell. So he's a guy going to put the like final blow into Pacino. <laughs> Fuck. But um, <laughs> funny. I, that scene was actually quite funny as well. Um, getting- how he's like limping around, like screaming obscenities and shit. It didn't make sense to me. I was like, why are you? you know, fighting back so much. Like, bro, you have nothing left. Your best friend and your sister are dead. Your wife and your mum hate you. Like, I was going to like, what's... Yeah, but... Why is he, like, trying to take now, all these bullets? If you stop now, it was all for nothing. Yeah. Sunk cost fallacy. You got to keep going. The world is his. That's how, that's how Shane gambles. <laughs> the world is his. Um, yeah, no, the world is yours. I love how it ended on... Like, I loved how he saw that in a blimp. That was kind of like like God's... You know, message to him in a weird way. Do you think? I reckon it should have been I two sets missed. of ball, like a ball sack. That little statue. That's what. That's how he got to where he was <laughs> with his balls. With I his remember, balls. I remember when he like he was tied up in the shower with the chainsaw. He's just like fuck you. It was like fuck man. How do you can you say that to a guy wielding a chainsaw? It's insane. Yeah, and not. Well, what would you himself. do? Beg for your life? That's so lame. I'll be crying. Like, please let me live, please. I mean, Frank did <laughs> it. Frank was fine with doing it. <laughs> Tony's such. That's why Tony's favorite character is Frank. Like, yeah, actually, that's hundred percent really defense mechanism. Yeah, I'll defense survival me. mechanism. Like, oh. actually, I was surprised Frank didn't say that. I'll suck your dick, Tony. Please. <laughs> oh, it was coming, bro. Don't you worry. It was coming. It was like already on his knees at his feet, groveling. I mean, cucking out his wife is more or less close to sucking his dick. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Mm. See how it popped in Tony's head though, but like that's natural. I think I thought. No, I've obviously thought about it before. Would I suck a dick to save my life? Would you? Would you? No. <laughs> what? That's insane, Tony. Well, that you would so, then, Shorty. Um, Say it. Homophobic. Well, I, I know she's gonna do some editing tricks to make it look like I said yes. <laughs> oh yeah, you just said the word yes there, so he's gonna be oh, like, no. cut that out, move it back. <laughs> yes, yes. More daddy. For would I suck a dick to save my life? Would you? Would you? Yes, yes. <laughs> More daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but you just said it, so now we can edit it in. Well, you guys shouldn't actually. Why is that a bad thing, though, Shorty? Why is that a bad thing? What? Why is that a bad thing? That Tony wouldn't do it. <laughs> just because he seems so cowardly that I thought he would. <laughs> I think in the actual, like in a real predicament, he probably would. Come on, any, yeah, I would, anyone I would. would kind of do anything. Well, well, I'm just saying, it's like technically it's rape. So if Tony just de- declines to be raped. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good thing. <laughs> but yeah, I would totally suck that dick. <laughs> no one ever bothered to ask me. We already knew the answer. Because we knew, yeah, we we know, we you know. knew it would be a hard yes, Shane. That's not exciting. Yeah. He would be hard um, so, when he says yes. I know, so, Tony, you're a married man, right? 
when none of us have the privilege to be married yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the scene where he's in this like the bath or spa, it's undisclosed at this point. Um, and he's like having the domestic in front of uh, Manny. Mm-hmm. Was that accurate to your married life? Definitely not. I cannot relate to that. We bicker. Is your but- married life more like when you meet up with uh, Gina in the bathroom? Whoa. No, that's like beating her around. I thought like, when they met, it's a loving relationship. I can't. I guess, no, I, kind of our relationship is nothing like that. We don't do that's good. drugs. I think, I think that all that shit was on because they were all high on cocaine. That's all that was about. I just think they didn't love each other to begin with. It's just so funny too, like, he's of all this money, but he's still, like, got no class, Pacino, <laughs> or Montana. Like, you can always tell he's, like, from, like, I don't know, bad ilk in a weird way. I just, you just don't buy it. Like, I mean, he has a goddamn tiger chained up at his wedding. It's just so, like, tacky. <laughs> that is a- His whole look is tacky. It's That's bogus. Yeah, it's, it's, real, it's real new money vibe. Yeah. But it's pretty crazy, bro. You know, like, I mean, we didn't grow up wealthy by any fucking measure. Like any measure. And so it's like often when I was going for job interviews at law firms and stuff like that, it's just like I would find myself in Tony Montana's position all the time. So it's like, you know, when he meets Sosa, right? And he eats the lemon. Oh, yeah. It was before he's from the, from the hand washing yeah. water. So it's like he probably didn't know that that's what it was for. And like, I have no idea if I went into like a law office and did something stupid. I didn't even stupid, notice that he did something that wrong. The bougie there. people are like, oh, look at this fucking like peasant. Yeah. It's like, I have no idea. I didn't grow up like it. And we didn't. So, I don't know. I sort of sympathize with that part of him. Did you have the same mentality? Like, it sounds look like at these like cockroaches. Ah, uh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you like everything about this movie, bro. But actually, Shorty, he is very, very, very much a capitalist. Yeah, he's very bitter. He really wants to go into the dog-eat-dog world in but he came with from a communist. He came from a communist nation. I mean, I think Cuba's capitalist, but that's... So, did you guys like the uh, the montage? <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the one that South Park... That music totally was off. so cheesy. 80s. No, that's, no, 80s, that's the thing. No, guys, that's why it was iconic when it first happened. Mm. It's become cliched over time. Trust I me. guess. That would have been baller. It's like in the cocaine era too. So, like, of course, they're going to do some crazy shit. For a two hour and 50 minutes, and they blow by that whole, like, Love scene. Like, have you have you ever seen Casino? No. Oh, I personally haven't in a long, long time. Yeah, anyway, there's like, they really take more time with De Niro and Sharon Stone. Yeah. Compared to this movie. They really blow by all, like, their whole fauna. Oh, you don't really part. need it in this one. Because there's no love there. He didn't love her. He loved <laughs> well, the idea Jordan of her. liked it. Because Frank had her. I have a question, yeah, actually. It's like, no, he liked the image of her. Yeah. Do you think any of these other, like, Rise and Fall movies- because this is, you know, I think very much in the same vein as, like, Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street. Do you think that any of those other love movies capture, like, love scenes well? Or is it actually the fact that these guys are incapable of it? It's yeah. often infatuation, isn't it? Like, that, of, that um, it's, like, lust first. Because it, it was the same in Wolf of Wall Street as well. Like, I know they had kids together and stuff, but it was very, like, a lust-based relationship. Like, he didn't really care. Like, didn't he didn't like care about his first wife either. Mm. I think, like, it's more that any type of romantic relationship in those movies is kind of just added in as, like, a little, like, side piece. Well, I'm glad there wasn't any side piece in this movie. I'm glad it was just, he was, like, a one-woman Dude, he girl. had coke dick. <laughs> His dick did not work, <laughs> Coke dick. Actually, I don't know. When he asked, like, does Frank, does Frank fuck, wait, I want to say it in his accent. Does Frank fuck better than me, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's so pretty funny, actually. Like, <laughs> so, like, stupid. Like, maybe he did, though. Maybe, like, Frank had, like, a 
Like a good fuck game. Yeah, probably because he has these things called feelings and emotions. That's true, actually. He does definitely. He feels too much. He wouldn't be a greedy lover. I I know. Yeah, that's all Montana would be, Tony. He's so greedy. He wouldn't care about her. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like Tony Montana sucks in the bedroom. (laughs) Well, she says that. You're not that great. You remember, he has has a little friend. (laughs) Yep. I think all of his favourite scenes are coming like a club type aspect. I love the scene where the, I don't know if he's even a cop because there's a weird uh, interaction, but um, his name's Bernstein, how um, he's trying to extort him for money. I love that part. And he's just kind of working like, is Frank sending him on to me? A lot of the club scenes are nice as well, just for how they're set up. Like, I like the colours in the club scenes, like how they're all kind of pinky red. Well, the way it's staged yeah, as well. Yeah. The way he shoots it. Do you think it was accurate well, depiction? What clubbing was like in the eighties, like very well, very well lit, like nice sort of. I guess it was a classy place, though. Yeah, but, I think it's a classy club. Yeah, that's the difference. So, Never I mean, yes, maybe for that <laughs> specific like ring of society. Uh, well, hold up, you said that place was classy. Do you not see that guy in that weird mask yeah, that's like, bobbing around? That's classy humor, people. I've heard the guy's name, though. I did not understand name. how that's entertainment. It's funny. Um, they had the guy from uh, Law & Order, though, in it. That um, funny dude. You know who yeah, I'm talking about, Yeah, the grey-headed dude. Skinny. Ice-T's partner. <laughs> Ice-T would actually those, fit in this movie quite well. Imagine Ice-T and Tony Montana interacted. One would die. One, two men would enter, one would li- one in one would leave. Exhibit um, was so in the movie. Exhibit. Exhibit sucks. Yeah, he made about. Tony's car, the Cadillac. Uh, isn't that crazy with pop pop <laughs> in like culture these days too? Like how much of a hit that was in America? Like 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 the um in quotation gangster scene. You know, there's all these people like yeah, it's they, like they in every My movie. Crib episode. You see the guy have a, a Scarface yeah. playing. Why was that such a? I never got the hype. I get it now. Like it's just a fun movie you can put on, not take it like seriously. I feel like it's. A, but like, do you think? Like a, but do you think that's a problem though? That like all these people do. I like have the mindset. I like how it's not of, heavy. Like, dog eat dog. I want to get rich. Yeah. Everyone else is cockroaches, <laughs> and like so people actually take the opposite. You know, like it's the same thing with um, American history Psycho. X. <laughs> <laughs> and American, American Psycho does have similar things. Um, but, but it's surely, like people go, oh, yeah, Tony Montana, he's my hero. It's like, what? <laughs> you, you well, missed so we the all point. know your favourite person was the banker, Shorty. You love that banker. Was that, was that banker no. fucking Tony? Or was he just trying to be like, yeah. all right, more money means you got to pay us more. We can't be claiming definitely extorting him for more money. Yeah, he was definitely fucking with him. But Tony, like, yeah. Tony should have, like, he can trust those guys. I don't know why he wanted to fuck over anyone else. Because he, he got, that's got, no, he just, that's what got him fucked with the police. That's how they got him. Yeah, that's really what it was, just a plot device. I actually have a so question. So you would give him desperate. Because I like, don't do money. it. But <laughs> Shane, do you get really paranoid when you do coke? <laughs> I don't do I don't, I, Hold up, my dog's barking. That's a yes. <laughs> There's no dog's barking. Right <laughs> oh, 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 police are here. <laughs> Is the dog real or are uh, you just paranoid? <laughs> the cops. No, I, I don't do- I've, Coke's probably the least drug I've taken. I'm a heroin hero, remember? Oh, that's oh my God. <laughs> nah, but a handful of times I've done drugs, cocaine. I don't know. I've, I must re- naturally run at a high, or or I have shit had coke. shit coke. Yeah, I mean, I think a good portion of Australian coke isn't real coke. It's bacon, sorry, it's bacon powder, not bacon soda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of right shit, eh? yeah, no, there was a study right. put out recently where they were testing like a heap of drugs, and there's a lot of. Like a lot of coke. We're one of the highest consumers of coke in the world, Australians. And how and pure is that? A lot of our coke isn't real. Yeah. 
Well, how come um, our acid's so pure? <laughs> acid. <laughs> uh, again, I don't think it is. I think it's cut with speed a lot of the time. Mm. Or like made, made with speed. You're joking. It will fuck you so. up. <laughs> Fucking hell. What's this movie called? Scarface or Jordan? <laughs> Jordan. I like reading I like into the studies. I want to know. <laughs> I want to be educated. It's good for business. Dude, I, I love business. that scene where you know how the cops are setting them up and they're counting all the money? And yeah, it was so like, funny. I think it was like 200 something thousand dollars. And there was like 1400 like $1,400 difference. Yeah. And Tony's like, count it again. <laughs> well, no, because it was suspicious. Because, like, because I, th- I think it was an error on there. No, no, but he cares right? about $1,400, man. The, 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 he's dealing with millions of but dollars. But no, I'm, I'm saying, though, because that's where it should have pricked up for Tony Montana. Like, if he had his street smart still. Yeah, too coked up. Because um, he would know, like, it was $1,400 that they're losing to me. Like that, fuck that. Like no, I think up. they were short fourteen hundred, and he wanted the extra fourteen hundred. No, it was the other way around. It was the other sure? way around. Maybe I have to rewatch this scene again. That's why I thought like I was sus on that too. Like, why the fuck? Oh, you yeah, probably think about the clock. Like, why is that clock got a no twelve on it? Yeah, where's the twelve? Where's the twelve on that bitch? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's so smug at that point too. You think like, he's untouchable? He's, actually, he does have. Well, has has a remnants of the first scene too. Yeah. You'll be uh, going to Alaska, <laughs> dress warm, bitch. <laughs> I love that. That lawyer is one of my favorite characters too. How he's, yeah, he's, he's yeah, like, he's a... they got you counting money <laughs> on the camera. <laughs> the camera. <laughs> what did you say? Like, I was just, I was just changing ones. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's not really emphasized enough, but how everything's corrupt, not just him. Like, because it's kind of hinted at, like, how the bankers doing it for money. All these people in, like, yeah, it's like a you know the UN. Like area. a lot of people profit from the drug industry. The illegal drug industry. Well, I'm glad they didn't go. I know Shorty wanted to go that route. Which route? Sorry. I'm glad they didn't. The whole like political people behind the scenes benefit a lot from the drug business. Like people like in. Truthfully, um, I think the movie is fine without it. It's like I actually would have liked it if they had reduced the scope of the movie. Because it's like when you meet all these like rando political figures, like you said, like everyone is connected and benefits from it. It's just a lot. And it's like, this isn't fucking. The wire. I think it just shows you, you know, it shows like you how small it. Tony really is, and he thinks he's a god, even though he's just like a pawn. Yeah. Oh, he's a that's pawn a good point. in this that's fucking on the chess set. He's a pawn who fucked up. <laughs> he's coked up as fuck. A pawn who thinks he's a king. Oh my god! When he kills Sosa, oh, like damn. I'll fucking send the army. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you guys notice it too that 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 hit squad? Do you reckon they look like the bad guys in the raid too? Like the whole look? Yeah. But that's just like SWAT, like yeah, SWAT team clothes. <laughs> SWAT, that's not SWAT yeah. team. Yeah. Oh, so like ar- armored, armored clothes. No, they're not. Hey, I'm, I'm talking about the guys that the SWAT guys beat up in the raid. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> yeah, that's what they look like. They no one's wearing like vests. The henchmen. Jordan, how attractive is Stephen Bell? Let's get let's talk about him. Many, because he's definitely a lot better looking than Al Pacino. No offense, Al Pacino. This guy just blows me out of the water. Like, yeah, he was quite chiseled and beautiful. If you were alive back in 83, would you go for a guy like that? Yeah. He's gorgeous. <laughs> as provided, obviously, nice provided that he didn't come across as a douchebag like he does in the first couple scenes. That kind of cancels it out. Is the tongue out. thing too far? Oh, you don't want him Quentin, to be touching yeah. your ass when you're, like, talking to him in his car? No. Yeah, what was that? Like, <laughs> that your skin smooth. is so soft. That was okay. smooth. <laughs> you're smooth. This guy's my smooth. hero. This is the dick I would suck to save my life. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Only seen his. Now, bro? He's now. Wait, wait. No. Back in the <laughs> back during filming of this movie. Not now. I don't know what it looks like now. Well, he's in. Um, it's funny how Breaking Bad do- totally took most of the cast. 
What are you talking about most of the he, cast? He, it's like two guys, well, isn't it? It's Steve Bauer. He's yeah, in Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and so is. The, well, I think they call him the Shadow, the guy with the bomb. You know, the, so it's his hitman. He's, his best role is oh, Ace Ventura's landlord. I got that mixed up, actually. <laughs> That's Mark Margolis. The other guy's like James something. My bad. Mark Margolis is Hector Salamanca. Hitman's is definitely his best role. Regardless. Hitman. So- what the fuck am I saying? Breaking Bad. He's his best role. There's the landlord. That's what I was trying to say. The yeah. landlord. I just said that. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. Are you serious? Yeah, okay. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's cool about uh, Pacino too. Because um, you know how you know actors want to like give a lot of depth to their character? Sure. All he said he wanted to do was make Tony Montana two-dimensional. Like, there's only two sides to him. Ooh. What's like, the two sides? His balls. Like, and what else? I think it's just like what you see all the time in like his soft side towards his sister. Oh, okay. Those two things. Yeah, super soft, yeah. There's nothing else going on there. That's it's still like... clouded so immensely by the other side, though. It's more like so, one and a half so sides, Jordan, really. Tony thinks he's like into he's his incestual, sister yes. more than as uh, yeah, incestual. What do you think about no, that? No, I, I don't think it was incestual. I think like when that scene, like that, that scene when she tries to confront him and is like, is this what you want? Like, yeah, I think he was thinking about that's it. That's her... I don't think he was thinking. No, he was like, just I think thought he was like, he beforehand. I think he probably was like worried that he was hallucinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, he, and it he was, was hoping her, it wasn't like, a hallucination. The whole movie, like he was never a drug lord. He was just like having a bad <laughs> batch of coke. Yeah, there was definitely something more. Yeah, something more there. Maybe not like sexual. It seemed like a protective boyfriend. The way Pacino played it. Not, no one else can touch. But like, you, look at him. him. Well, like, maybe he's always he's always striving for power and stuff. Like that is. His his game, like I think maybe that just comes into it, and yeah, being the fact that like she's the only pure in quotation marks thing that's left in his life. Like he went to prison, came back, she's still at home, she's doing her beauty stuff. Like she's kind to him. Yeah, he corrupted it, you know. Oh, so he's trying he to polluted, put, he's like, trying to save the only good thing in his life. Yeah, yeah. His wife doesn't he like him, it. so she's not good. You know, his mum hates yeah. him. Like she's the only one that like actually loves loved him him through everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it now. He polluted it because of uh, Pfeiffer's womb. That's how he polluted it. (laughs) That relationship. We keep going back (laughs) to that line, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It hit me. I love the fashion too in the movie. Oh, yeah. I love how everyone's dressed. Who do you think is the best uh, dressed? Frank with his like chains hanging out. (laughs) What? Many. Is it last suits? What we were Omar, bro, with his fucking black shirts and white ass collars. Those are nice. Omar. Michelle Pfeiffer's yeah. dress though in the intro scene, like I said it before, is just iconic. And the white like the white um two piece like skirt and like blazer. Kinda come back, hasn't cute. it? Like that look. I feel like women wear that today. What, like what how she kinda you know? kinda her style. <laughs> I'd like look at girls at clubs. <laughs> <laughs> He's a creep. When when was the last time you went into the Babylon Club, huh? Um, I reckon the best dress is Shadow. That guy is the same thing every time, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the bit. He's <laughs> consistent. I like the consistency of it. No surprises. <laughs> hey, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that you've watched the movie for the first time, if anyone asks you about Scarface, which scene do you think will be the most memorable? Like, which one will come to mind the first? Literally just the shoot 'em up scene at the end because of that iconic <laughs> quote. Like, that's so basic and it sucks. What quote's that? Say let him what? Friend. You want to play rough? Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like that quote is so iconic. So if I'm gonna like lend it to anyone and say like this is you'll love this, and I'd say that quote. So next time I think about this movie, I'm probably gonna think about that scene where the he's going. Room. 
who has a big domestic with um, Michelle Pfeiffer, which was her audition as well. That's how she landed the role Damn. was that scene where they play up like in front of everyone. Um, and he's like, You're, I'm the bad guy, huh? You need me. Uh, yeah, I love that scene. And there's, like, it's very deep too, but he knows everyone's well, in that position an has done things. <laughs> You're a bunch of fucking he's like, assholes. I'm a, what does he say? I'm a, uh, even when I lie, I tell the truth. Yeah, like I like that. His little monologue like after he, the fight, like when yeah. everyone's staring at him. Yeah, everyone's staring that at him. That is a good scene. It's kind of true. It is a good scene, but I wouldn't say it's like the most iconic one. It actually yeah, reminds like, me a bit of Jack Nicholson in, um, what was that witch movie we did? Witches of Eastwick. When he's yeah, in the dude. church. <laughs> he's like women. <laughs> he's like women monologue. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it puts a mirror up in a weird way to like society, that scene. <laughs> in Tony's eyes. And maybe that's <laughs> him finally being saying. realistic and knowing like he's not, like he, knowing he is new money. And because like yeah, just well, beforehand, like, like-, like Elvira says to him, oh, like, you know, you're nothing but like an immigrant, like millionaire that just talks about money. You're so boring. Yeah, like, it's you like, know, like that's. <laughs> It's maybe it's just him like acknowledging that and being like, but fuck you for like putting me in that bracket kind of thing. He's like, what, drug fucked at that point, correct? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, there's hints of like many going on a date, blah, 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 with his sister. I just like how he's sitting there, he's going, We're 50. We've got a bag for a belly. You got fits. You need a bra. They got hair on them. You got a liver, you got spots on it, and you're eating this fucking shit. You're looking like these rich fucking mummies in there. Oh, it's not so bad. Could be worse, you know. This what it's all about? Forget it. Forget it. This what I work for? This is not like what I expect life to be like at the top. It's like he's probably like, I don't know, maybe the hunger was what. What's good about his life before he got there? Well, I don't know what his life's pretty actually tragic if you think about it. Who's Tony? Yeah, yeah he, lived hard, he lived like, hard. What could and he, he died actually hard. Do? <laughs> <laughs> pretty good to me. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> he owned a tiger, bro. He owned a tiger. Pretty baller. Yeah, so did uh, Mike Tyson, bro. Yeah, he's a little baller too. Do you think that he did that because of this movie? <laughs> <as well>? Probably. <laughs> it's pretty cool to own, like, own a tiger. Well, is it a tiger or a lion? It was a tiger, right? It's a tiger. tiger. Yeah. I, suppose it was a, I would prefer a lion over a tiger, wouldn't you? Nah, a tiger's way more iconic. It has like big, bold stripes but and shit. With a lion, you're like, this is the king of the jungle. I'm the king. No, tigers kill more humans than any other big cat on the planet. Nice. Really? This, is, this is all Frank. You guys are yeah. all talking like Frank. <laughs> We're always worried about tigers and shit. <laughs> like, it's like, how many times do you reckon Frank, on his little coke rants, has told the same story about these rules? Because Michelle Pfeiffer, like, mimics him. Like, yeah, they don't really have anything so else to talk about. The good rules, man, because he, he stayed <laughs> as long as he could. Like, he's probably on top for a good, like, a decade, I reckon, on top of the uh, Miami scene. So, Sosa, right? Mm. Well, that deal was fucking awesome, by the way. All that money they could bring in. Yeah, Frank, Frank did, wanted um, to stay small time. Was this like the- You didn't, f- want, to, you didn't want to do a-, a Didn't want yeah, the risk. To be honest, that's the well, trick, like the- man. Watching The Wire, you're like, you got to stay small time. Mm. Got to make yourself a small well, target, carve out a niche, be stable. It's all good. I think um, trust is the most important thing. That's <laughs> why he wanted Tony to begin with. Because I reckon you could- There's money to be made for everyone if you like could trust people in that- in, like, real-life crime as well. Yeah, but you can't trust anyone in that It's game. so crazy watching crime movies, isn't it? Because you're like, fuck, man. Like, Because if we went into yeah. some sort of criminal enterprise together, it's like, would I trust you guys? Would you trust me? You'd, you'd be an informant. Sure, you'd be the first to roll. You'd be, 
You were the first to roll. Yeah. <laughs> You're a rat. Think about this, man. This was going to happen, right? a rat. They're going to put us in... <laughs> They're going to put us in an inter- interrogation room, yeah. And they're going to have all of us separate, and you're going to your mind's so paranoid, you're like oh, they, they, Tony and Shane are going to like stick together. What the fuck? Yeah, hundred percent. Blah blah blah. Actually, to be yeah, honest, me and Shane will probably, probably like, nah, stick together cool. and fuck Shorty over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If anything, <laughs> I would be like, they're going to stick together, so I should also stick together because they won't roll on. Bro, you don't. You kind of, dude. You, lucky you went to law school, bro, because me and Tony can afford a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what. <laughs> wow. That's what Shorty's spot will be the one that bails you guys out all the time. Yeah, thanks, Jordan. I'll be a getaway driver. Mm. I, I don't want. Um, I don't want to get my hands dirty like that. <laughs> I loved how horny uh, Tony was for Avara. That the night he killed Frank and saw his blood on his hands. He goes straight to her in her bed. <laughs> or in, in Frank's bed, actually, to pull her out. Oh, yeah. How keen is he? That's big. Yeah. You're going to live big time? You're going to die big time. Yeah, Notice how they show. don't, like, kiss or anything. Oh, yeah, no, no. There's intimacy, that one, like, yeah. forced kiss, but they don't do anything nice. Yeah. I think that kind of lends to the, again, like, just it being, like, lustful and there's no, like, real connection there. Just, but it, no, it shows you, like, how selfish Tony Montana is. Because, <laughs> um, clearly, he just killed someone. And like, okay, the woman's mine now. Yeah, like she has no power, say in the matter. Now he gets the woman. But I'm saying, like, that's not how life works. You can't that's just how, take that's, women. That's his you code. Have to, like, well, he's a massive sexist. A so way. it is how the world works for him. Yeah. And I mean, she was well, already like half logged in. Like he was like, I want, I want to marry you. And she was yeah, like, she was playing both mm, sides. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just like, so just I'll like play both gems. sides <laughs> so I can win. Mac, you shouldn't tell us that. <laughs> <laughs> uncut gems. That's what Howie did trying to get. The hot ass Julia Fox and the girl from Wicked, the musical, trying to play both sides. So, Jordan. I've got a name. Did yeah. Al Pacino <laughs> win the Oscar for this movie? Um, True or false? Okay, do you think this is this will help you? Do you think he should have? <laughs> no. What? So, what do you think your answer is? What the fuck? Because, again, I don't think, like, I, like, kind of we touched on, I don't think the character was that deep. Like, you didn't have to betray really any other emotions other than just being, like, angry on the fritz on coke. Like, the whole time. And a hard ass the whole time. Name another actor that could do that because with such little, like... (laughs) Uh, But the thing is, Jordan, (laughs) if I say before this movie, did you know who Tony Montana was? I heard that name, but I thought it was the gangster out of The Simpsons. Oh, okay. I'm going to say that's how, that's the power of the performance. That fat Tony. You just know that the character's name. You know it's Pacino from Scarface. I know it's a Tony. <laughs> Tony's a shit name, Unfo- man. <laughs> it's An- no way, Anthony. Anthony. And Antonio. 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 But um, yeah, well, he wasn't even nominated for an Oscar. Can you guys believe that? I can. Well, yeah, because they didn't. No one liked the movie. Once again, no one liked. Yeah, the well, movie. Tony it was definitely ahead of its time. People didn't appreciate mm. it. Yeah. You know, it's definitely it's interesting, Pacino got um, his flowers later in his yeah, career. Yeah, it's so interesting things from the 80s and actually even the 70s being like really ahead of their time. Because when you think of The Exorcist, right? And actually a lot of movies that Friedkin has done, um, they feel way ahead of their time and people love them later in time. And I feel like some of De Palma's movies are like that too. Yeah. Don't, people really yeah, like Mission sure. Impossible though. I think that's the cruise effect too. Like, I think all the cruise movies always make money or the audience always loves them. Tony, are you saying De Palma is only as good as his lead? No, I'm saying De Palma is a he can elevate any project. Because look at Snake Eyes should have been a failure, mm-hmm. but he made that like a masterpiece. Snake Eyes is like a B. Yeah, movie, but like, bro. dude, he made it a, a fucking a movie to remember. So you're saying it was D material, but you, dude, it's so he memorable made it though. To B, isn't it? Yeah, like that because of Cage though. No, as if he, and um, dude, the all the, there's way more slow, way more slow zooms in that movie than this one. <laughs> 
a lot of like film and like a <laughs> security camera as well. He loves yeah. doing that. <laughs> you, you guys have to watch is that part of his like TVs. stick as a director? Does he have a lot of those shots? Is that one of yeah, his like yes. calling cards? Yeah, it's like Hitchcockian. Yeah, Everyone calls it. Yeah. A lot of oneers wanting to continue a shot. A lot of mirrors. A lot, a lot of mirrors in his movies as well. He loves mirrors. He loves like um, voyeurism as well. He's like into that. Mm. Even though this, this is actually quite sexless, this movie, which is probably because of Tony's coke dick analogy. <laughs> um, all right. So, everyone, you had it. no one can copy each other, but um, pick one way to die from this movie. I'll go first. I'm going to get hung from the helicopter. Oh, that, that was like, mine. That's a pretty fun way to go mm. <laughs> if I was going to die. Can so I say be- coke overdose? <laughs> Did anyone die like that? No, because no one dies that way. I think Not specifically, but I'm sure they shot. did. I think there's a 42 body count as well. So there's 42 deaths to pick from. <laughs> yeah, but that's like most from of them the are the same. Deaths. Most of them are the same. You guys can, yeah, every, actually, everyone can say pick, uh, get shot. Cause people get, no, it's got to be Montana's way the way he got fucking shot up and he's still standing. Really? You, you want to get shot oh, 10 times? Yeah. Dude, and I get to land in a fucking pool. What is that called? A little fountain thing. Fountain. Looked yeah. amazing when he yeah. fell and then the blood went up with the, the water. I don't know how they did yeah. that. It was pretty impressive. Oh, oh, I know. No, the way I want to die is like that guy in the club shooting scene where the light, like, fixture falls on him and, like, <laughs> it's so obvious, like, it doesn't fall on him hard and, it, like, the actor goes, ugh, and, like, throws himself forward just, and then dies. I want to die him. like that because it was cool. so obviously, like, put on in that scene. Like, that was, like, one bit I was like, ha what the fuck? <laughs> I want that to be me. It was corny. Shorty says chainsaw. Begging to survive? <laughs> I, yeah, chainsaw all the way. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no, I want it to be drawn out and painful. That'd be hot. I'm into it. Well, the chainsaw's the one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking, I want to see my arm fall off. And then go to sleep uh, as my leg falls off. Fuck I it. think you go into shock, though, right? I think Probably. after, like, it hits the bone, you'd passed out. Oh, can you imagine the jarring, like, vibrating feeling of it cutting through your bone? Ugh. Oh. Uh, it's not. <laughs> Dude. You asked, Shane. And Tony, but oh, I got to admit, though, Montana's, like, stoic reaction to it all, like, he is kind of, like, dead on the inside when they start, like, it's manhandling balls, stuff. He's, like, man. dead it's weight. Balls. Like, I can't show weakness. I know, but... No weakness for me. I think he knew who was dead, though. That was a good shootout, too, how, like, that few of them take a bullet. Mm. Yeah, it feels and like yeah, it's it was- not just, like... They come in and win the day. It's yeah, like it wasn't too easy for back him. and forth. Yeah, especially Manny's reaction. He's like, "Oh yeah, it went straight through. I'm all good." Like he's reliving the story. Like I think their value for life at that point, I think it probably doesn't change much. It's not very high of themselves. Like they don't think. Like with us, if we we're in a similar situation, we would we would know how to act because we value our life too much. Yeah. I think because they're from like that refugee place. I think yeah, they have like a, that doggy dog mentality. Sure, he doesn't like. I think it's a good thing, bro. I think it's. Yeah, good thing in life, bro. <laughs> to value human life? Yeah, I think so. No, to like value your own human life oh. over someone else's. Wait, that's yeah. not- Just like what Ice T said in Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Mac Daddy? Shoot your, shoot your homies in the face. Yeah, Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy ain't dying today. <laughs> shoot your homies in the face. Yeah, Mac Daddy ain't dying today. Classic, classic movie. <laughs> Sorry, I thought, I thought his quote was between Scarface. from another movie. My bad. <laughs> no. It was from Lip in the Hood. Yeah. Talking about Frank. <laughs> Piss my pants. Yeah. Well, so, did you know the you know the hitman that eventually kills Avara? Did that hitman yeah. save Tony's life for a little bit longer? The target's Tony, obviously. I just think it did was like- Did she die? I didn't realize she died. Avara no, got shot he's up. talking about- Her name's not Avara. Right? Yeah, I was going to oh, say- what's, like, her, what? what's, what's, the, what's the sister's name? Sorry. Gina. Gina. Oh, Matt, sorry, Gina I fucked Lee, up. So, Lee. Gina. Can you edit all that Gina out? Gina Montana. So when Gina, oh, actually, Gina, Tommy Bauer, 
Yeah, he should just waited for Gina nature. to kill Tony. Yeah, and then he gets then he gets thrown off the balcony by Tony. <laughs> yeah, that was a good. That was an awesome death. Then he gets shot up. Oh yeah, and he's like double taps him on the ground. <laughs> it becomes like a crazy action movie at that point in the movie yeah, after really um, many dies. It's good. It's really fun. That's probably why it lives on. I think to so. Like yeah, where it is now because all that is quite iconic and it's really well choreographed. And also, mm. actually, the scene where they're breaking into uh, Montana's like coke study. And you have the circular staircases and all the guys are running up to the door. Yeah. That's really, I think, Great well set. shot. Great set piece. Yeah. Well, they had time, Shorty, because Pacino burnt his hand on one of the prop guns so that he had to be in hospital for a bit. So, they had extra time to film all the henchmen dying. So, they just fucked around and just yeah, took their time with it. I'm pretty sure Spielberg was on set for a couple of days as well. Yeah, I remember hearing about that, actually. And he, and he helped with yeah, the climax, those, right? Yeah. Yeah, De Palma, Coppola. Um, Spielberg all hanged out, yeah. but apparently this they had a one month rehearsal too. All the actors, that's, that's, good. that's apparently it's apparently that's very rare. Yeah, to have that mu- that much time. It's really interesting reading about rehearsals because I was done watching a few movies. I was watching a few Kubrick movies. I watched um Doctor Strange Love and Full Metal Jacket, and then I watched like some videos about them. And uh, it's really interesting how Kubrick basically says like in uh, Britain for sta- the stage. So, like, actors obviously have to memorize their lines, but they memorize them so completely that then they, like, have to think about what to do with their body. Like, they think about how to deliver them. Whereas when he was working with US actors in Full Metal Jacket, that's not a thing that they really did. So, it's, like, all that time rehearsing, actually. I bet it really paid off a lot for, like, the characterization and acting and things. And, like, feeling comfortable with each other and <laughs> things like that. There's a famous story with uh, De Niro how he says, like, some actors are good to rehearse with. And some, it's pointless. And Pacino is a person it's pointless to rehearse with because <laughs> on the day, he just brings something totally new and like crazy every time. Apparently, yeah, he starts at like an 11 mm. and then the more takes you get, he gets lower and lower and lower. Apparently, yeah, he's a very erratic actor. And Tony theorizes it's because of the cocaine snorted in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> everything pre this movie, everything pre this movie is kind of like restrained a bit. Everything post 83, he's just like- Over the top. Which oh, I, I see love, love was pretty, um, yeah. pretty constrained. Not really, bro. Did you forget that movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, me and Tony watched a movie called Empty Man, mm. uh, 2020 movie. Highly recommend it. Oh, who's in it? Um, no one. Not, it's not a crazy like cast. It's a, the actor out of Departed. He's probably the biggest star. Yeah, okay. Not um, DiCaprio. Damon. <laughs> DiCaprio. He Nick. plays uh, Damon's friend in the Academy, and he ends up being an informant as well for- I think the other guy's name is Frank as well, right. Frank Costello. But yeah. this, is main, this is main yeah. list of those He guys. plays both sides. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Empty Man. Yeah, it's a great movie. And then we, we're, we're, we're talking like, yeah, hey, I got picked a bit movie. But Two for the Money, which is a Pacino movie with Matthew McConaughey. I've been thinking about movie a lot because <laughs> of his performance. Hmm. It's like a straight up comedy the more I think about it. Because he plays like a recovering gambling. Well, actually, I don't know if he's a recovering gambler. He said he hasn't gambled in like 18 years. But like it's a revelation in the movie. He's been gambling like the, throughout the whole movie. <laughs> well, he doesn't know it. So, no, no, he's no. He just lied to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It's like I've been gambling. <laughs> it's just hilarious and like how sad he is, and he's like losing all this money, and he's still like trying to ride Matthew McConaughey. Right, he, he, like, he just, more, Pacino like, can money. just play a believable loser. De Niro <laughs> is not capable of that. Yeah, he's a bit too. Mm. Oh, he's fuck, a bit what too stoic. Watching. There was a really funny movie I was watching and i remember people who were like auditioning for it fuck i can't remember who it was but apparently um 
uh, Harrison Ford audition for the movie and didn't get it. And the director was like, have you ever struck out with a woman? Um, and he's like, no, why would I? And he's like, that's exactly why I can't cast you in this movie. I need Jeez. a loser. Oh, I know what movie you're talking about. The Graduate. Bullshit. The what? Whoa, the Graduate. Hoffman. What the fuck is that? I think that's the same. I swear I read that. Like, I only watched The Graduate like two weeks ago and I was like, damn, this is a good movie. We should watch this movie for this. And then, like, you know how you kind of like enjoy a movie. Oh, I remember actually. You know what's funny? Yeah, you know what? It is actually that movie. I think I was looking at the IMDb. (laughs) She was right. Because you mentioned it. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Shortly did say, what the fuck is that? So I was like, that's the hardest no overheard. (laughs) Like, back to Scarface. (laughs) Mm I'll tell you one joke that you guys probably don't know was a joke until I say it. Sure. The Diaz brothers. <laughs> Mate, why is that a joke? <laughs> because they're, like, they're mentioned that many times. And it's like they're not even like seen once. doesn't say Tony is like, well, <laughs> I'll kill them. Oh, it's probably the Diaz brothers trying to kill me. That's actually right at the end. Yeah, yeah he does yeah. say that. Yeah, it's not them at all. It's like they're nothing to do yeah. with it <laughs> at, at any point. It's just funny how that's always like them. Like maybe the, maybe the Diaz brothers sent them. I think it's a good gag. I think it's. I don't know if it's intentionally a gag or not, but it might be. It it's funny really to say. <laughs> Is it funny? How funny was it? You guys didn't even laugh. Like a clown. Call me clown. Um. Uh. You know, I think there are things like that that do make a movie better after the fact, and I think Napoleon Dynamite is a really good example of that. But I think Scarface also. You know, like the notoriety of all of Scarface's lines makes it better. So I think it's got that going for it, and I really enjoy that part of it. Good for that. Diaz Brothers, it Surely works. Surely, you can talk all the shit you want, bro. We all know that you're letting those kids die. Yeah, I would, yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. Dude, when the kids were 100%. playing in the back seat as well, I was like, God damn. <laughs> Hit me over the head with that it. Was, that scene was elevated so much because it was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't think anything of it. Like, they're going to hit to assassinate that guy. I was like, okay, cool. This is going to be a cool scene. And then the kids come out. You should really feel bad for the guy trying to speak up against, like, drugs and shit. But, like, you only start caring when the kids rock up. Isn't that crazy that movies do that? Like, in movies, the only effect you get from someone dying is either, like, kids or, like, animals. When people die, it's, like, not that big of a deal. I think it's about characterization as well, though. It's, yeah. like, there are good characters when you get to know them. You go, How do you oh. characterize just kids, though? Just kids. Yeah. Just automatically. Yeah, I guess it's pretty taboo, isn't it? Especially, like, um, John Wick's dog. Oh, that dog in Anaconda? Oh, shit. I can't remember that. So, it must be not that good. They didn't really characterize that dog too well. <laughs> no, you're saying you don't need to characterize a dog, you fuckhead. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm saying they should have characterized that dog. What breed was it? Labrador, I think, or Golden Retriever. Okay. Blue Healer? Well, you, Jordan, would you flick the switch, Jordan? Mm, that's a tricky question. Well, you're loyal to Sosa, right? So you would do yeah. it. Yeah. You're too far in, bro. You're fucking everything else in your life is fucked up. Like, what do you got to lose now? Everything. Yeah. He has a good conscience. I wish that was actually the point where he just goes on drugs or something. I wanted like a moment. Wait, he's already on drugs. Where... <laughs> no, like saying like I know. I'm saying I wanted a point in the movie where Wait, do you... he did something wrong and he yeah. But that's the thing, Shane. There's drugs. no arc. It's like he's the same guy yeah. from beginning to end. Wait, do you think just do you more think coke at the end? Lower ranked Tony would do it <laughs> if he, if he knows he could go up on the ranks a bit quicker. I don't think so. I don't think so. There's a line he'll never cross. I think it's one of his morals, like he's like ethics. Oh, okay. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he'll cross it. But if you're like a Colombian, maybe. If you're a Colombian child, he might do it. <laughs> wow. Probably. I do that shit for free. Yeah. It's fun. That was a it's favor to me. me. It was fun. And Frank loves it when he hears it. This guy. 
hate Frank, man. <laughs> That's your impression? Yeah, I don't know. Well, Robert Loge, he's like famous for his crazy voice. Like the movie I, I mentioned before in the podcast, um, Innocent Blood, he is, you think his voice is bad in this. You should watch Innocent Blood, bro. He's Holy going shit. for it? Becomes very, just becomes very, it's just over like too much Robert Loge in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like the main antagonist in it. And he plays like a vampire. It's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he's always like yelling like and shit. He's like eating like raw meat. It's fucking gross, man. <laughs> like, look, give me your neck. <laughs> I still think and he got, um, another the guy, best villain. Don Rickles as the well. The best villain is fucking the guy from Commando, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Australian actor. What's that guy's name? <laughs> Tony oh, Shadow. Oh, <laughs> Frank. Commando's <laughs> <laughs> movie. It's not Frank. <laughs> Frank Lowe. Ah, oh, no, he's not. Have you seen that movie, Jordan? Fuck it. I don't have to put this in the podcast, but you should watch Commando, Jordan. Why don't we watch that as part of our thing? No. Okay. <laughs> Good chat. I'm wasting my pick on it. <laughs> I ain't spending any time on it. Have you guys uh, seen <laughs> Lil Nicky recently? Oh, no. my God. Quinn and put that on for me. It's just Never Lil Nicky. There was a great little Scarface joke. When they're trying to frame Lil Nicky being a bad guy, they play the scene with... um. Yeah, Tony Montana is shooting everyone up, and they just, like superimpose Adam Sandler's face over it, <laughs> and then he's like, "That's not me. That's that scumbag Tony Montana." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's done in a really it bad way. Spider, yeah, it's done in a real bad way. It's like so obvious. Yeah, like it's clearly Scarface, and the whole population of New York yeah. fall for it. <laughs> um, I just I love the part where he does the cocaine and kind of like Popeye spinge as well, like just clears his head a bit. Like, <laughs> you want to you want to fuck with me? That's true. Like, the movie does end with such- A bang. Like, a heightened sense of reality and, like, just over-the-top madness. It's kind of it's kind of hard, like, to picture the rest of the movie, like, what just happened. There's no deep messages anyway, but I don't know, just having that end in- Because it's a two-hour and 50-minute movie, man. Like, it's- You kind of- All you can remember is that, like, last scene, like, years- When years go by. Mm. Well, one scenes. of the things that I think is a bit interesting is- the other movie that I think of that is very long, too overlong, and has a very good ending, uh, is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And it's like, yeah. I could not tell you a single thing that happens in that movie besides that ending scene. With the, uh, the dog food. The yeah, no, there's a- when he chucks the dog yeah. food can at the chicken. Oh, lots yeah. of, oh, memorable. But I still think it's too long. And it's like, I, just, I think it still stands for Scarface. Like, as good as that ending scene is, it's just too long. And there's not enough titties either. Not enough titties, eh, Shorty? Yeah. For sure, bruh. Hell yeah. <laughs> Actually, that girl, that girl, sorry, Jordan, this is probably not something Jordan was here, but the part where he's laying in bed, Manny, with that chick, classic 80s woman. I don't know. It feels weird. I feel like it's like almost like a different species seeing women from the 80s. Except for Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer's like timeless, but it feels like she looks nothing like women today, that girl in bed with Manny. True. I think it's the blown out well, hair. Dude. You reckon? You know, there's this book actually that goes through a whole bunch of um, changes from cinema in the 70s to cinema in the 80s and about how, like, a whole bunch of really, like, conservative people took over um, Hollywood in the 80s. And there's, like, all these crazy stories about how they chose women based on, like, sexual favours and stuff, um, which (laughs) is probably less prevalent today. But also, one of the things they asked women to do was take out their molars so their faces looked narrower. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's insane. I'll find the book and I'll reference it. Like, it's crazy. They asked that, like, and that was a thing that they wanted to do, or like take out your ribs so you had a thinner waist. It's like fucking crazy, man. Sure. Did you believe if you take a rib out, you can suck your own dick? I don't know. Do I believe it? You still probably need to be pretty flexible. Like, I don't think you could do it if you did it. 
I would you say can't even bend that's down. a dick I would suck to save my life. My own. <laughs> <laughs> can you put that in the tagline for this for this uh, podcast, Shane? Yeah, I'll, yeah, it'll be the first thing you hear. That is a dick that I would suck to save my life. My own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's so- in basketball, Derek or Tony Montana? Oh my Cuchino. god! Uh, clearly, Tony's dunk, 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 Pacino. <laughs> no, what? You're saying Pacino would beat Tony Montana and saying dunk, Pacino, slam dunk. I'm sure you see Derek dunk. You see fucking Tony Montana barely hit the backboard. So I'm pretty yeah, sure Derek's short, got it. Oh yeah, that was actually funny. That was a janky ass. Like, actually, didn't talk about that opening scene, like at the um the first hit. That was actually like horror movie-ish, wasn't yeah, it? Gets, the way they yeah, when that. he gets stabbed in the, the stomach. And they follow him and yeah. shit. And he's like, oh. What were they chanting? It's a pretty shit way out. to shiv someone. They were chanting something what? to scare him. Anica, Libertad. Anica. It means liberty in Spanish. I know what it was. Libertad. Libertad. He had subtitles on, bro. He's not that smart. No. <laughs> it's a thing that like, people say in Latin America. Yeah. All right. So, final <laughs> thoughts. Jordan? Um... Do you want to go first? <laughs> Good movie. I understand it's cult classic, but I probably personally wouldn't watch it again because it's just not my kind of film. Um, well shot. Al Pacino did okay. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Damn. Tony, Tony, clear Tony, clear the air with your uh, thoughts. So this is a stone cold classic. I probably watch this probably every <laughs> year, to be honest. And like even the score. Like, if you hear that, you know exactly what movie it's from. It's like what it's up there with Jaws of the iconic of it all. Did you know who did it, Tony? No. <laughs> the guy, one of the guys from yeah, Daft what? Punk. What? What? Yeah. No way. Brother. Yeah. He wasn't alive back then, bro. What are you lying for? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you being That's serious? Curious. I thought those guys were young. Do you know, oh, that mask, no you don't know how old they are. Their, on their masks. Yeah, man. They're fucking ancient yeah. under that shit. But, yes, um... Yeah, like the Jordan was saying, it's a perfect shot. Grail. And I think it features one of the best characters ever conceived in cinematic history. Tony Montana. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> yeah, and Frank. Oh, yeah, that's Tony- a bonus too. But yeah, it's, this movie's always going to be memorable. I think it's much of a stretch yeah. though. So probably, yeah. even when it, growing up, it was always in my top 10 of best movies I've ever seen. And it probably still is. Interesting. Well, apparently actors love to emulate Tony Montana. Mm. So it is iconic. Like every actor, like... DiCaprio, Damon, they all love to, like, do this one role. Apparently, this role is, like, Marlon Brando's, one of Marlon Brando's big roles. Like, apparently, all the actors back in mm. Pacino's generation should, like, monologue him. Probably just because it looks Never fun, man. You can just do whatever you want. Do it because they respect the craft. <laughs> sure, bro. <laughs> all right, sure, your final thoughts, bro, because I know you've got to trash all over it. I need to end on a good oh, note. Oh, I'm going to trash all over it. Like, I thought the, the movie is very technically proficient. <laughs> I like <laughs> that's all. I like the camera work. I like, um, yeah, I like the score a lot. Some of the soundtrack choices are a bit on the nose, but like maybe that's just a, a feature of time. Um, Actually, sorry, sure to interrupt, but do you know trying to re-release it like in the early two thousands, mm. they wanted to include like modern day rap songs into the screening. Like, Ew, that'd be cool. Gross. But De Palma refused. I think that'd be it's cool. Like, no, <laughs> you know, do that to my movie. <laughs> That works in Django Unchained, song. but it's like mm. that's because those songs are specifically made for that movie. Yeah, largely. Um, no, nah, that montage scene could be updated because <laughs> South Park ruined it for me. In my head, I because every time I hear montage and think of it, it's just Eye of the Tiger. What song is it again? Uh, push it to the limit. That's the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're talking about. All right. 
Um, uh, so you're done, Shorty? Yeah, the go. characterization, like, I don't know. It's just a long movie. So you just expect a bit more of an arc. So it's like, for me, I think the thing that I find the biggest thing is, or the biggest drawback is just that the characters go nowhere. Um, but I like Manny. I like Gina. And I think Elvira is, like, an interesting character. All the other characters that are, like, sort of outside the story, I, I enjoy. So, would I watch it again? Not anytime soon, but maybe, like, if someone else wanted to watch it and they wanted to, like, get busy, I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> get busy. Use it as a Netflix and chill. Exactly, yeah. you got a lot of time there anyway. You can make your move, like, the part where he kills Frank when you're on the knees. Like, that's pretty hot, I guess. So, my final thoughts. This movie didn't really think about much or at all. Like, I always thought this was like a subpar version of Goodfellas or Godfather or anything like that. I didn't think this was like up to their class. Uh, it still isn't, but it's a lot of fun to have you had in this movie. Like, I get, I laugh so many times because I didn't think there was any humor in it. I always thought, especially back when I watched it, 80s and 70s movies, I never liked it when I was younger, maybe because the way they looked. And uh, people always talk about how shit, shit 90s movies look. But I reckon that was like the peak of like cinematography and like just feels and and I get a lot of appreciation for all these older flicks now, the older I get. And um yeah, you can't go past Pacino's performance. It was entertaining as fuck. Like it's not anything you're not doing anything like too emotional. What he's doing is like the, the eye work and like how he's like in a coma, sitting down, like as he's his drug stage, like he's in it, he's in the character. You can't knock him for anything, like he's doing nothing wrong. Mm. It's just all. It's Oscar worthy. It's like a power powerhouse. Oscar worthy. Definitely Oscar worthy. Um, yeah, I'll definitely watch it again. Like, and I'll probably watch it more than like probably ten years, probably since the last time I've seen it. Probably more, probably like fifteen years. Yeah, it's pretty crazy actually. I really thought you'd have seen it more than twice. Yeah, I was shocked. No, too. Only, it's my yeah. second time. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get yeah, well, seventh or eighth viewing now. What? Well, the thing is, the, <laughs> yeah, so many hours. The thing time. is. You don't need to watch it religiously because it's like nothing's going to... At least with, like, Goodfellas, you kind of... That arc um, Ray Liotta's character goes on. He's a, a rat too. A fucking informant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, actually, that would be a good scene if there was a scene where he was offered... Uh, he was told, like, if you rat... Tony would roll. He would roll. And see how he acts. <laughs> yeah, he would. Montana, yeah. you reckon? Yeah, 100%. Straight up. Like, would you roll on many? No, no, not on his boys, but on Sosa, he would. Yeah, no. He's pretty funny. He justifies all this shit. He's definitely a hypocrite. Oh yeah, when he tells his sister, Unlike- "I have fun, have a good time," and when she's having a good time, "Hey, don't be a slut <laughs> or something." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beats her. Uh, that was a good scene. Like, not like the uh, what? Yeah, not good. It's not a good scene that girl got beaten, but it was like a entertaining. It's not even entertaining. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> it was just a good delve into the guy's character at Oscars. That's like. so interesting. All right, Oscar picks. I'm going to go first. I'm going to give mine to Pacino, baby. Best he supporting actor. It. Best supporting. With who? Loge, shorty? Or? Pardon? Loge? That's mm. my Oscar. Who's your, who's your supporting? No, that was a joke. I was saying the Pacino supporting actor. <laughs> to who? To the Coke. <laughs> the movie's literally named the Scarface. The Coke is carrying this movie. The Coke's oh, the Coke. how many times do they say Scarface in the movie, Shane? Uh, over th- over twenty. No. What? I think it's at the start. Zero. How do you get that scar on your face, fella? <laughs> Eating pussy. <laughs> yeah, they don't say it. They say it in Spanish once. 
Anyway, oh, yeah, true. my Oscar. Right. <laughs> um, I think it depends how who. Hopefully, Manny gets an Oscar. Is someone going to choose Manny? Because I want to give mine to cinematography. Probably not. Give it to De Palma because that's mm. that's all him, bro. You watch his movies. Give it to that's true. Yeah, De Palma, he, he best director, all, baby. All his stuff. He's good. That's true. He's quite a good director. Sorry, Tony. Mine to Frank for best support. <laughs> Robert Lozier. <laughs> Yeah, he's awesome. Give him some flowers. Except for innocent blood. But yeah, he's good. <laughs> you do feel sorry for him when he's groveling, though. Yeah, I so. felt like- Yeah, because he seems like a pretty douchebag, but he's like a nice-ish guy. Yeah, he was. He, everyone was happier when he was running things. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, don't give anyone a chance. That's what you learn from that lesson. <laughs> All right. What about you, Jordan? I'm going to be a bit left of field. And even though, like, the score isn't, like, super prominent through the movie, well, at least in my opinion, it's not, I want to give it to, like- yeah, best score. Nice. Is it just because you know that it's Daft Punk? No, I just think it amplifies it like, so Daft many Punk? of the. <laughs> Is it's it really? Giorgio Moroda, yeah. Okay. I just think it amplifies a lot of the intense scenes, like, especially like no, those zoom iconic. shots and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Especially when he's like on his, um, you know, going to kill his best friend. Yeah, exactly. The back sister. end of the movie is like where the score shines. It's really yeah. great. Mm. It's heavy, very mm-hmm. heavy. Um, all right, so we end the podcast the same way. We have three clues to our next episode. Tony, what's the first well, clue? So the first two movies, the director was named Tony, a character was named Tony yep. for the second movie, uh-huh. and in this movie, the there's an actor whose first name is Tony. Oh, uh-huh. Tony Collette, monster. Um, it's set in the future. That's Shirley's for all. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's it's, no. It shares some elements with of with uh Pet Cemetery that movie. Oh, what? There's a, it, it revives a dead pet in a, in a way. <laughs> Clifford the big red dog. There's a <laughs> so pretty much. Oh, Shane should get this one now. But um, what else? I thought Terry get it for sure. <laughs> Terry Crews is in this movie. What? The Expendables. No. So I think he's in this Leprechaun movie. Oh, I know what it space. is. <laughs> I know what it is. It's the one. No. So I think he's in the movie too. Yeah. What? Total Recall? Expendables. I said the ex- Expendables. No. Um, oh, yeah. The Sixth yes. Day. Yeah. Clone myself. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Tony Goodwin. Tony yes. Goodwin. The actor. You know yes. what? I've actually so really, be- really wanted to do some Schwarzenegger sci-fi. So, bro, this is like one of the best deaths ever. <laughs> oh, okay. So good. I love this movie. Yeah, it's a, this is a fun action sci-fi. Is movie. this the one where he meets a clone, or is that the other one? Yeah, he meets himself. Okay, cool. Yeah, What's Total Recall about? Yeah. Um, he's <laughs> he's like got a memory. It's memory shit. Okay. So he he doesn't have his memories implanted, or it's like a uh, okay. real I always get those two. He's forgotten. Up. That's cool. Nah, this is a really yeah. Oh, Total Recall is the better movie, but this is like a fun. Flick, Terry Crews, Michael Rooker, they played the uh, uh, heavies. It doesn't matter. So, oh, so you got some tags, Shorty. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, what do you guys think the top three tags are? What are your guesses? I'm going to say- I'll give you five. Uh, well, I hope we should all go one each and then you read them all. Yeah, right. uh, drug use slash cocaine. Okay. I'll say Tony. mafia. Scarface is definitely a tag. One of you has got number one. Me. Fifth, organized <laughs> crime. Fourth- Cuban refugee. Oh. <laughs> Three, murderer as protagonist. Second, gangster. Sorry, Jordan. So first, 
Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's either cocaine or Scarface. It's one of those. Why two. would Scarface be a tag? <laughs> it's never <an> title. <laughs> it's title of the movie, bro. Anyway. Actually, yeah. Murder All right, as so, cocaine. That's hectic. How are we going to end the film? I got one. So, pretty much, same thing that happens. I'm going to tweak it. Instead of old mate with a shotgun comes up, Tony's there riddled with bullets going, come on, you can't kill me, you cocksuckers. And then legit, like they're just staring at him waiting for him to tumble. And he goes, and he just ends up just like falling in the pond by himself because <laughs> it wasn't going to be much longer until he died by himself anyway. <laughs> I think it would be funny just have that awkward silence him going, because <laughs> you can't stand there all day. I was also thinking, like, what if that guy didn't actually like shoot him in the, like, the ribs or the spine? I wonder if he just, how long it would have been until he starts like falling over because he, he probably like copped like 50 bullets. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's how I'm going to end it. We're going to uh, alter it. I think in the movie we see Avira. She finally got fallen pregnant. Mm. She has the baby and then you, she goes like, what are you going to call him? Because it's a boy. She's like, I'll call him. The I'll Weekend. Call him Frank. The Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I was thinking Tiger. Nice. Tiger. (laughs) Tiger's a cool name for a kid. (laughs) Jordan, what do you think? T-Y-G-A. Mine's lighthearted. So, like, when he gets busted, like, counting the money, like, the inside job, um, it turns out there's a warrant for him in Sweden. So, he gets sent to Sweden where the prisons are much nicer and focused on rehabilitation, and he gets put into those prisons and becomes a normal person again, and him and Elvira have a lovely, beautiful relationship afterwards. No, nah, she'll always be a cokehead. Maybe she not... goes to rehab too, bro. She's No, she's Come shacked on. up with Sosa for sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. Sosa, big time. I reckon Sosa would treat her right. Do you think Sosa would treat her right? No. Yeah, I reckon. Well, better, I should say. Oh. <laughs> Who would make the best partner for <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer's character? Probably Manny. <laughs> yeah. No, he needs, to be with, he needs to be with Gina. Mm. That's true, Tony. You can't fuck with the true love. No, actually, no. He, no, he betrays bro code, so you can't be with Gina anyway. I reckon um, bro code's F fine, bro. Murray Abraham. F Murray Abraham's character. What was his name again? Uh, Omar. Oh, a pretty good couple. Yeah. Yeah, Omar and her. I'm going to say it was the clown that was part of that uh, stage show at the club. <laughs> Is it because you like guts? <laughs> all right, so no. how, are you gonna, how are you guys going to end it? Uh, all right, my ending is... Uh, so there's like a sort of like a ambient music. We fly over Tony Montana's floating blood, bloody corpse, sort of like a, I don't know, like a piano or something like that. And then we sort of like fly up into the sky, come back down and we see Sosa's like fucked up corpse on the couch. Right. And he like moves, takes off a bulletproof vest and he's like, all went to plan. Next scene, he's walking into Tony Montana's black ass fucking cool mansion and he's like, this is all mine now. Ooh, I like that one. That's good. Yeah, I like my one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Frank's baby. <laughs> hey, Tony, how's you gonna go? How is um how's Frank gonna be resurrected? Frank. Frank is long gone, bro. Yeah. He betrayed Tony. <laughs> oh, I thought you get it. Frank Jr. Bring him back he's back. Your Frank, ending. yeah, his blood moves on. I oh, know. Maybe he throws his semen. Throws <laughs> his semen. <laughs> all right, let's sign off. Let's get out of here. Say goodbye to my little friends. <laughs> good. I'm into it. Good. That's good. Let's get out of here. What's your one? What's your one? I don't need a sign-off. I like that sign-off. No, that's a good you can hand out yeah. yourself one of the first-class tickets to the resurrection.
<laughs> Actually, no. No, 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 no. I want to end it with a quote. That was the quote. I liked it when we ended with a quote last time. What was your quote, Tori, Tony? When he's shooting the cop, and the cop's like, you can't do this, Tony, because you can't shoot a cop. It's like, Who- whoever said you was one? And then maybe you can hand out yourself yeah, nice. one of the first-class tickets to the resurrection. Because maybe he wanted first-class tickets nice. to, like, oh, it doesn't matter. Yes, I know. All right, so, Shorty, what's your quote? You can finish with- This is where we finish now, with a quote. Uh, I am sorry, and sorry is all I am. Cut me down with wise hands. hands. <laughs> Who's that? What's that off? <laughs> it's off Severance. Watching it a lot recently, so. Okay, that's that's good. Uh, Jordan? You'd be the last guy I'd ever fuck. Wow. There's a lot There's a lot more <laughs> to Michelle that quote. That's, little, yeah. <laughs> that's the only bit I wrote down. She was Passed right. Out. Sorry. <laughs> that was the last person. Oh, damn, yeah. she's right. No, it's the last person he fucked was himself. <laughs> but also, she says, if I was on a deserted island and begging for it, you'd be the last person that I'd ever fuck. Slay. Yeah, get it right. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> this is my one. Pop, six, squish, uh-uh, Cicero, Lipschitz. What? You know that, you know what that's wrong? No idea. You serious? I have no idea. <laughs> it's a song. <laughs> What's the song? <laughs> she had it coming. He had it coming. Oh, I don't know that song. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You guys suck. <laughs> All right, let's end it. <laughs> How do you know we get that, Tony? I'm very surprised. What's, what's even off what song? Chicago. Oh, man, obviously, there's maybe. 